This is episode four, and we are back. We're looking at medical debt and how to deal with it this time around. Thank you for listening, Jamie. Like we always do, start us off with a nugget of gold right out of the gate before we get into it. Medical debt is manageable. As long as you tackle it when you first receive the bill, you'll be able to manage the costs. And by any chance that it actually goes to collections, there are three key pointers that you can take away from this recording for today. What I hear you, it feels like speaking directly into my soul is don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. It'll come back to bite you. Okay, that is the nugget of gold to start us. Thank you for being back. Here's our deep dive. Episode four starts now. Warning. The hosts are not doctors or financial advisors, and they definitely are not responsible if you decide to quit your day job and become a professional yodeler. As a member of our audience, you should take our advice with a grain of salt. But don't get salty. This is a conversation about managing the confusing maze that is financing medical care. This is The Cure and the Curse with Brady and Jamie. As I was researching this episode, I heard a statistic that said 20% of Americans will have medical debt or will have been in medical debt to the point of collections, 20% Mm-hmm. at some point mm-hmm. over the previous year. Some other statistics that I learned, 70% of low-income homes say they would be unable to pay a $500 unexpected medical bill, but 23% of households with income over $90,000 mm-hmm. a year wouldn't be able to afford a $500 medical debt that came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So just $500, you drive by an ER and you might get hit with that. Right. Right. So that's how serious it is. These are words that I kind of sort of pretend to understand. Um, Medical costs always outpace inflation. Mm -hmm. And we know that wages lag behind inflation. Right. So that's a recipe for disaster. Yes. In 2022, the average deductible for insurance was $1,750. Mm-hmm. That is double from just 2006. So in a matter of a decade and a half, mm-hmm. the average deductible has doubled, mm-hmm. which is what happens, right? If, you're, right? if your deductible is doubling, mm-hmm. right, over a decade, mm-hmm. you're going to end up like we talked about on episode three, it's not just I had something horrible. I had a battle with cancer. I had mm-hmm. a limb removed, something like that. It's not just that. No. It's smaller things, episodes that might happen that I didn't meet my deductible that I'm on the hook for. Yes. And it's stacking up on me. I guess my whole monologue here before I let you go and run on this episode is this is not a problem that's unique to any demographic specifically. Mm -hmm. We see that high income households are dealing with medical debt, Mm -hmm. low income. It It's causing Americans to not get treated Mm -hmm. for ailments that they have. Mm -hmm. So it's not unique for anybody to have medical debt. It's something that a lot of us deal with. It's a problem that spans across all Americans, all ages, all demographics. And uh, there doesn't seem to be any sort of real solution headed our way. So 
Jamie, mm-hmm. that's where you show up to save the day. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Jamie's here. <Yeah. laughs> so I know that's a big ask, but talk to me about medical debt that I may have outstanding right now. So should we start with, I've got old medical debt? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to start with, I got a bill that's very large. What should I do? Where do we start? You can start with old medical debt. Okay. So let's say I have something. What? When you say old, do you mean five, seven, ten? Like months? Years. Years? Oh, geez. No, I mean. You mean it's already in collections. Right. Okay. Right. The debt that you have already in collections, you have to first and foremost uh, check its accuracy. Right. So you can either go back to the provider that you received the bill from and ask for the original copy of the bill. And you also simultaneously go to the credit uh, credit bureau and dispute the bill, which means you're going to dispute the charges. The um, credit bureau has up to 30 days to respond to your inquiry. If they cannot get a response from the creditor within that time period, they automatically kick it off. Of course, the creditor, they want their money, so they'll kick it back on. Yes. And, and that will start the clock again on what is called, it depends on each state. Each state has a, a certain amount of time that a medical debt can stay on your credit report. In Kansas, which where we are, is five years. After okay. five years, it's gone. Okay. Is a bankruptcy seven? Is that where yes. the number in credit? Yeah, bankruptcy is seven. Okay. So here's the one thing I learned again, researching this is that people are selling this medical debt uh-huh. to creditors and it just keeps getting sold and sold and yeah. sold and sold. Every is that bad for me if I go back and try to deal with some old medical debt? How do I hunt down like who I guess I'll just work with wherever I'm getting whoever the phone calls are coming from. Pull your credit report. Oh, that's where you'll find all the outstanding debt. Okay, and they will the ones that are old, even if they're sold to a different uh, company or agency or however, they will start the clock again. The start the clock of the five years again. Um, But by that time, the second time around, it's less of an impact to your credit score. And eventually it'll just sit there. And then mostly, you know, if you're trying to apply for loans or whatever, people don't acknowledge it because they see the age of it. Okay. And so you can negotiate or you can uh, propose a settlement with the actual agency that's trying to collect the debt. And usually they can do anywhere from 50% to 75% less than the bill because they just want the money at that point. Right. right? So once they get the money at that point, the provider that you receive the services from, they get a cut of that. Okay. Is it not wise to go back to the original provider that has already sold the debt? Can I do that there? You can if you're the type of person like me where you want to check and make sure this even happened. Okay. Right? Yes. Um, But if you are sure that this is the debt, it's just, oh, you weren't able to pay, you just leave it with the uh, credit bureau. They'll do the legwork for you. Then they'll send you a letter, a response, or an email to let you know the decision. At that time, either it's taken off your credit report or it stays there um, because they were able to validate the debt. Now, if the um, credit collection agency refuses to remove it at that point, that's when you can negotiate a settlement. And at that point, it's 
whatever number you can afford. And whatever because, they'll take, yeah. Yeah, whatever they'll yeah. take because they want the money. Yeah, and I'm assuming that the more times it has been sold, uh-huh. the lower that amount is going to be because yes. they their expectations are yeah. low. especially if it's that old. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> you can get away with 75% off. Right, and if I pay off that five-year, four-and-a-half-year-old debt, uh-huh. does that come off my credit rating quickly yes immediately immediately but i'm still hurt because it took me four and a half years it doesn't have that much of a weighing after i think three three years on your credit report it doesn't have that much of a weight to your overall score okay so if you have older debt check your credit Mm -hmm. look go dispute or find out whether or not it all happened. Yes. Talk to the creditor. If it did happen and the charges are valid, negotiate with them either how much of a discount. Because then I guess we go back to what we talked about last episode, which was how much if I pay you monthly, right? Uh Or how much if I pay you right now? Mm-hmm. And those prices may be different. They may be different. Okay. So they could be different. It, it all comes down to who has the debt currently. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and what they'll take. Okay. So there we go. Don't let that sit. No. Right? No. Because it's bad for your credit? It's, it's bad for your credit if okay. you just let it sit. Okay. Take care of it. Take care of it. If I start making tiny payments. Let's, yeah. Let's say I had something bad happen. Yes. Right. And it's a lot. hundred grand. Yes. Because I was uninsured and something weird, something devastating happened, but Mm -hmm. I'm okay now. Is it better in my credit if I just pay tiny payments? It depends on, okay, here's. I know you're not a, like. You may be a credit expert. I don't know. You seem to know a little something about everything. You know, I research everything. I know you do. I I have to know. (laughs) I have to know. So so what's the word there? If you do the collection agency and you decide to do a payment plan, make it big payment arrangements. Here's the thing. Just because it's an active account with that agency and you've set up payment arrangements, they can still sell your debt. So they didn't sold it to Tom, and then he's going to say your debt is this original amount that you've already settled down to a different amount, and so you started that all over again. So it's better just to have negotiate down to the smallest amount and maybe pay it off in two payments or three payments because they could sell it off, and then there you are, you've made payments. Well, I've made payments. Well, we don't have a record of it. Of course you don't because you're a new company. So you have to fight with them. They're going to have, yes. So it's, don't let it go to collections because they'll manhandle you. (laughs) How long? (laughs) It's bad. How long? Typically, any idea? I'm sure there's a massive range. Mm -hmm. How long would a a typical healthcare provider wait to turn it into collections or sell it off as debt. Used to back in the day, 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 they were pretty good at waiting at least six months to a year. Now, 30 to 60 days. Wow. Yeah. You can tell that they're not even looking at the debt. It'll be something as simple as a dollar. Right. They send it to collections. Really? (laughs) You couldn't call me over this dollar? You couldn't hook me up? Yeah. Or you couldn't dig in your car? Yes. uh, Put some charitable funds on that. But it's probably because it's all automated. Yes. The system's electronic now. 
That's the and point. And there's nobody going through there's it. There's no man hands on it. So okay. you have to take that in consideration that it's automated. No one is actually physically looking at the bill. Mistakes can be made. They could send it to collections when you've actually made a payment within that 30 to 60 day time span. Right. Really? Yes. Because they're not looking at the time in which you paid. They're looking at the debt amount. Right. If it's substantial, they're like, ah, pew. Yeah. Send it to, because they don't want to worry. They don't want to, it's cumbersome to, to right. them. To, I would imagine. Yeah. Like, because essentially you need muscle to you go hunt muscle. that money down. Yeah, you do. Right? And that's what collection aid, that is their whole business model. Right. Is they're to the harass muscle. you. Yeah, they're yeah, the yeah, yeah. And the hospital doesn't want to deal with they that. They don't want to deal with it. Because the profit margin is so high. Yes. Right? They're like, well, we've baked in the muscle. Yes. The collections. Yes. And the cost of all that. And yep. people dodging us. Yes. Okay. So let's reiterate again, mm-hmm. speaking right to my soul and my wallet and my <laughs> bank account. Don't ignore it. Mm-mm. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. If I work out a payment plan with the provider, they still might send it to collections? Depends on the amount. Okay. But if you've had a method of payment stored on file, they're less likely because they see that, oh, okay, you know, we can charge this card on file. We don't have to worry about, you know, payment from this person. But if you're that person that says, oh, I'm going to pay you, I'm going to set up payment arrangement, you know, I'm going to call in and make a payment over the phone or through the mail. Yeah, yours is <laughs> collections because because again they don't want it's they just don't automated. Hassle. It's nothing personal. No, it's, it's business. strictly business. It's business. Strictly business. When you're done looking for impersonal generic healthcare, allow True Move KC Physical Therapy to introduce you to a distinct niche in our field. Whether it's restoring fitness after an injury or maintaining wellness in the face of chronic conditions, we are revolutionizing what it means to reclaim control over your health. Benefit from the wisdom, warmth, and professionalism of our seasoned staff. Connect with us at our office just west of 105th and Metcalf in Overland Park. Online at TrueMoveKC.com or call 913-642-7746. True Move is giving you your shot at redefined health. Transform today. Transform for tomorrow. True Move Physical Therapy. Better health through motion. Talk to me about something you've mentioned before, but the charitable funds and some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Because once I get that bill, if it's way more than I expected, Mm -hmm. or things have changed or it's just high and I can't mm-hmm. afford it. Mm-hmm. Is that when I go yes. to now, who am I calling? You're I'm, calling the billing department. Bi- call my health pro- care provider mm-hmm. say, let me talk to the billing department. Yes. And then how does that conversation go? Um, you can say, hello, my name is such and such. Yes. I am calling in regards to this bill. Um, do you have an application that I can complete for a scholarship? That Would I be eligible for any charitable funds? Because most hospital bases have like the scholarship program. So you have to fill out the application and see if you're eligible. Go by your income. Ba-da-da-da-da. Okay. And then once you're eligible, then they'll let you know. They'll approve a certain a percentage of it. And then leave a smaller portion to you. Okay, so if if somebody was really getting after it or was really wanting to deal with it, then mm-hmm. I could go. I fill that out. They go, yes, we have charitable funds that will help you with 40%. Yes. And then I could go, with that other 60%, mm-hmm. if I paid you right now, mm-hmm. how much could I get out? 
right? How much, what kind of discount cash pay again, a previous episode, but now that I have it, Mm -hmm. this is the time to kick in with some of that knowledge you gave us before. Yes. Yes. Is that the move versus just waiting, waiting medical debt? That's the move. That's the move. And if you can put a credit card down Mm -hmm. because then they're less likely to sell it. Yeah. Or send it, yeah, send it to collections and so on and so forth. Something else I've learned from you is might as well ask. Yeah. Right, because how many people are asking for these charitable funds and how much of a... Nobody knows it exists. Right. No one. Right. So, (laughs) might as well ask because... Yes. Nobody's using it. Yes. Right? Yes. Let's say it's eight years. Mm -hmm. I got 10-year-old medical debt. Uh Collections are still coming after me. Uh It's off my credit report. It could still be on your credit report. If it's off and you can't afford it, then leave it alone. Right. You can set up payment plans, small ones. Yes. Very small, if you so choose. That but will at help? That, yeah, that, that will help. But right. once it's off your credit report and it's been over, what, the five years in Kansas, it's kind of like... Right. They have to eat that debt. Okay. And again, that's baked into yeah. the business models yeah. all the way around. Yeah. What's worst case scenario with medical debt? Whoa. Uh-oh. If you want to look it up in your leisure. I think the article is in Wall Street Journal. But I think Medicaid is the only insurance that can act as a bank and take your house. Medicaid. Medicaid. Okay, I don't, for an outstanding debt. Okay, wait. I don't. This is probably a whole another episode. What's Medicaid versus Medicare? Medicare is federal. Medicaid is state. Okay, so Kansas has a Medicaid. Uh huh. Is it for all ages? It's for all ages. You have to be eligible. It goes by your income. Right. It goes by you know if you're disabled, so on and so forth. So wait, if I'm on Medicaid mm. because I'm low income mm-hmm. or disabled. Mm. That's the only organization that can come after me in my house or my repo my car because of medical debt? Oh, they're coming after your house. When I'm already low income or disabled? Yeah, you're about to be homeless too. It's maddening. Typically, if you're below the poverty line, they can write off that medical debt, right? Okay. But if they're being a pain and Medicaid's like, you got this bill, you're going to have to pay it. And you have, now this is like years of debt. Right, right. They can take your house. That's insanity. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, I go back to, look, if I can't afford it, what do I do? I know. I mean, is it seriously debt or death? Those are my options at some point? If you look at it that way, it seems, you know, um, you feel defeated. Because at first, I kind of imagined uh, medical expenses and debt to be that way. Um, that's why I was more proactive as far as my health, right. but things happen, right? Yeah. The best, you can only do the best that you can do. And right. that is ask for resources. And you can do that multiple times just yeah. because you've requested it. Because if the debt's still there, you can ask the next quarter or right. you can ask the next year. Who asking who? Asking the, um, oh, the provider that, provi- yeah, that you have the debt with because okay. they get funds every year. You can keep asking every year. You can keep reapplying every year. And I got to think it's to some degree, 
even if you're like, I'm trying, I'm yeah. asking, I've applied. Yeah. That has to help a little bit. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. It does help a little bit. You know, I've, you know, my heart goes out because I'm the type of person I don't like sending anyone to collection. It just doesn't make good sense to me. Right. Just pay me what you can afford. Right. And I've taken as much as $25 over a five year span. Right. That's what you can afford. And if you're dedicated to that payment arrangement, who am I to be like, no. Right. I don't want that 25 no more. <laughs> I want 175 today. Yeah. That's just dumb. And at least you're trying, right? <laughs> yes. Give people. Yes, they're humans. Right. Things happen. Yes. So, And that's what's good, I think, in your position is you're in a small enough organization yeah. that you can make more human decisions. Yes. When needed. Yes. But you're, I know you just from the coffee machine that you're tough enough to also get done yeah. what needs to be done. Yeah. I'm not messing around. Yeah. There's also a thing called rip medical debt. It's an organization that actually takes donations and people raise funds and they wipe out medical debt. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing is they do it by region. So mm -hmm. they not individuals, mm -hmm. but they will do it by region. I just thought this was a cool thing. Like you can start a campaign. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking about this, like maybe I get together a couple businesses mm -hmm. because the minimum you can do is $10,000, but mm -hmm. that will, you know, you can extrapolate that out to a certain amount of medical debt that you can wipe out with 10 grand. Mm -hmm. Now, again, it's not for an individual family or anybody, but you could go, I want to wipe out a hundred thousand dollars in medical debt mm -hmm. in the state of Kansas. Right. And you can do that with $10,000 because again, this company's going to these creditors okay. or buying the debt Right. At pennies on the dollar, right? Right. Um, I'll post. I'll post this in the show notes. It's kind of cool. It's called Rip Medical Debt. John Oliver um, worked with him to wipe out like fifteen million dollars worth of medical debt in a couple wow. episodes seasons ago, something like that. It's pretty cool. It looks like it's growing. Uh, and again, I'll share that in the show notes if you're interested and you can donate there as well because they're mm -hmm. helping people out. Final question, maybe you don't know anything about this because again, this is a whole different thing in the system, but I know a lot of people are asking for help with medical debt on like GoFundMe. And yeah, some of those crowd sharing. Crowd sharing and uh -huh. right, crowdfunding. That's a good Is it a idea. good idea? I think it is. Okay. Uh, why not? No, I mean, I hear you, especially if you actually need the help. Yes. But some people have got busted for scams on that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, you got to monitor that. Right. Yeah. Okay, and there are a few different options, but you're not opposed to no. if you need the help or no. if you have something happen. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, before we wrap this up, lesson number one, mm -hmm. and maybe the main lesson mm -hmm. from this whole thing that you mentioned in the first 60 seconds, tackle it. Tackle it. Deal with it. Deal with it. It's going to make you sick at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's a lot of stress. Right? Mm hmm All right. So deal with it. Mm -hmm. Somehow, some way, step by step, however you can handle it, bite by bite, bird mm -hmm. by bird, whatever the case is, deal mm -hmm. with it. Don't ignore it. No. That's the lesson. All right. Anything that we have failed to mention? No. Once okay. you clear from your credit report, that's another option. And then charitable funds. That's the third option. Those are the three things. And if you want to avoid medical debt on some level, go back and listen to previous episodes about self-pay, cash pay, being prepared, being yes. an, an informed consumer, shopping yes. around when you can. Shop around. Info at thecureandthecurse.com. We appreciate the audience. We appreciate the listens if you want to help. Or if you know somebody that may be dealing with some of this stuff, 
you know, a simple share, mm-hmm. share this podcast, tell them about it. Um, and if you have questions for Jamie, you, I don't want any of your questions, but if you have some, <laughs> I don't have anything, that she, but if you have something pertinent, you'd like to hear covered, you'd like to hear us discuss info at the cure and the curse.com is our uh, email address. We appreciate the audience. We appreciate the ears. Thank you for listening. Episodes drop every Monday until they don't. Jamie, you're the best and you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So good. So good. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next Monday.